Hey guys, we are about to get this show started, but before I start this show, I got to get my tea together. That's right. I'm about to make me a cup of the Becoming Unique Loose Leaf Tea, and I will be using this strainer. That's right. This right here is an infuser, a tea infuser that I am going to put my loose leaf tea in. And we're going to talk about the tea today, but not just yet. But let me first get my tea started. So let's get this show started. Welcome to the Becoming Unique Podcast, a lifestyle podcast with a focus around wellness. We are officially in season nine of the Becoming Unique Podcast, and this season is a solo season with just me. But this season has a big focus, a big focus around self-care. And the guideline behind this season is with my book, your guide to bringing more acts of self-care. So my book is a 12-week book or a 12-chapter book, however you want to see it. And it's a focus on introducing small acts of self-care from journaling to meditation to affirmation to breath work to movement and so much more. And you don't have to practice everything in this book, but it's just slowly introducing and opening the doorway to different options of self-care. And it's up to you as you're going through this book to figure out, you know, what works for you, what resonates with you, because we are all very different beautiful humans in this world and we all show up differently so there is not one roadmap to you know dictate what self-care is to you but there are support system there are and different tools out there that we can you know play with and understand and design our own self-care ritual so over the next few weeks, I will be going over the different chapters of this book. Last week, I introduced um, affirmations, and within the affirmations chapter, I, you know, told a story or two to, you know, get an idea on how important affirmations are. I also um, gave supporting po previous podcast episodes that would support you as you're going through that chapter, because this podcast has over a hundred amazing episodes out there. And there are some previous episodes that can support you while you're in that, you know, in that chapter of that book or that week of that book. And this week I'm, I have a couple of great podcast episodes to suggest in reference to um, this week's chapter. And this week's chapter or week is journaling. Yep journaling and I definitely think uh when you think about self-care or you um hearing conversations around self-care journaling is one of those self-care practices that will definitely come up over and over and over again and I know for some people journaling may not necessarily resonate with everyone so I just wanted to also just kind of dig into the conversation around journaling and talk about you know this book and so on I actually wrote something and, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure I, because I have all these amazing thoughts that go through my mind all the time. And, you know, when you're talking free, you know, freehand or freelance, it's like, you know, you, you get the point, but sometimes you think back and you're like, Oh, I wish I said this, or I wish I said that, or I forgot to say that statement. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead. I just kind of wanted to, um, hit some pointers about chapter three. 
So, chapter three of your guide to bringing more acts of self-care is journaling. In my opinion, a very important process in self-care, self-growth, self-expansion, and healing. Now, I have a previous podcast episode on the 101 around journaling. A lot of us may have our own interpretation of what journaling looks like, which is fine. It really is. But this episode digs into journaling to show you many levels of journaling outside of what we may think. That's right. Before I recorded the episode way back when about journaling, I really had my own idea of what journaling was. And then after having this conversation with this amazing guest, her name is Golden Light, she really opened up the door to me on how to look at journaling from so many ends besides of what I thought journaling journaling looked like. So guys... I highly suggest, I'm going to have all the links, but like I highly suggest you definitely take advantage of learning more about different ways of approaching journaling by listening to that episode. I've heard many people hold up resistance to journaling because their definition or interpretation was coming from a limited view, just like me. (laughs) Journaling has so much power. For example, this podcast episode was created from journaling. That's right. Journaling can be a creative process too. How many times have you had a great idea, then poof, it was gone. Later, you try to go back to that idea and you can't remember it. You think, I had a great idea. What was it? Or you see someone else create an idea and you say, thought of that first. You may have thought of it first, but your idea stayed dormant because you never went through the process of creation. That's right. Taking a pen and paper to your thoughts can create so much more. Journaling is not just about creation. That's one example to show you that journaling can be more than what you thought it was. So yes, journaling is also creation. There are so many times I'm walking or I'm sitting there and I just come up with like this genius idea. And I think I'm going to retain this information and remember it forever. And then when I go back, I'll be like, I thought of something. I thought of something. What was it? And actually I had an example of that this morning, last night. I said something to my husband, a quote, and he was like, oh my God, that's amazing. We should make t-shirts with that quote. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it was a good quote. And then then this morning he was like, what was that you said last night? Like, you know, what was that quote? I was like, uh, I don't know. It was, uh, I think it was something like this. I didn't write it down. I didn't write it down when I got the genius download of that quote and then expand on it. Like, oh, this quote, I'm going to make t-shirts, I'm going to put it in this place, and I'm going to do this with it. You know, that's just like a little example on how a lot of times information comes to us, and then we lose it, like, through the slip of our fingers. And, or we have these great ideas, but we don't expand on it. You may say, oh, I always wanted to do this, or I always wanted to do that, but 
just get that pen and paper and start writing. And then you start, and as you start writing, the creative juices start coming. You can even think back when you were in school and you had to write an essay. And then you had to write the essay about this amount of, you know, you know, letters, not letters, um, characteristics in it. And then as you start writing more and more ideas and thoughts and you, you learn to expand more on it. So that's the same thing with your life. You know, get that pen and paper, start writing and let the expansion happen. But if we don't do that, it just stays with like that idea. And you see someone else go ahead with that idea that you thought of first. And you're like, wow, I thought of that first. But you didn't act on it. So just remember, journaling is so powerful. Okay, I have some more. I have some more on my paper to get through. (laughs) Journaling can help you release the energy of the day off of you. That's right. It can help you resolve issues that you may be going through. And one of the best presents from journaling is that is that it can allow you to dive deeper into yourself if you are open to it. That's right. It can allow you to dive deeper into yourself if you are open to it. And there is something so beautiful about that release. That's why sometimes, you know, People tap, like dump drop their information on a stranger because they just need to release. It's been times I'm sitting on the bus or public transportation. Someone just starts talking and they're releasing their stuff for me because they just need to release. Or how many times, you know, I don't really, I don't social the bars, but I just always hear like people dump their stuff on the bartender because they need to like release. But a way that you can also release is by just getting a pen and paper. Release all those thoughts and energy that you have on the day. Because sometimes you may not want to talk to the closest persons to you because then they're going to put their input with the situation and try to give you suggestions and all this type of stuff. And you just need to release. So journaling is a great tool to go towards releasing. So those are two topics right there. Journaling could be creation. Journaling could be releasing. And let me see what else I have on this paper right here that I wrote up. In my book, you will practice journaling for seven days so you can start to build a muscle for journaling. Because yeah, a lot of times, you know, with limited thoughts, just as I had a couple of years ago, I thought journaling, you open the book up and you're just supposed to start writing. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? Today was nice outside. Mm. And I would be stuck like, okay, what do I do with this? But there goes a couple of examples that I gave you. And then, like I said, going through my book, the week of journaling, you're going to practice journaling for seven days to help build that muscle. In my book, I give seven different journaling prompts in the journaling section that gives you a variety of different journaling topics. For example... I ask you to write about your childhood, which allows you to dig into your past. On another day, I ask you about your goals, which which could allow you to step into a creative zone of creating your future. See, I I did a lot of talking about that creative process. (laughs) And one last example that I will share with you today in my book, 
I ask you to thought dump. That's right, thought dump on what's in your head. And and this is a journaling prompt to allow you to be present on what's happening within you now, okay? So I gave you three examples of three different journaling prompts that are in the journaling section. I ask you to dig into your childhood, which is going to going back and reflecting on the past. I ask you to um, talk about your goals, which allows you to get into a creative zone. And then I ask you to... Th- Thought dump, which allows you to be present in this moment to say, what's happening now? Let me drop my thoughts, whatever they may be. Those are three of the seven um, journal prompts that are in the journaling section. So like I said, there's a variety of journal prompts within that one section. You're not just basically having the same question over and over and you're in one zone. You're able to practice through different ways of journaling, different thought-provoking ways of getting into a deeper version of yourself. And that's the focus in the journaling section, but also throughout the whole book, you know, I'm asking questions to you or the book is asking questions to you to allow you to dig deeper into yourself. So every question is an opportunity to make it a journaling prompt, a journaling prompt. It doesn't have to just be yes or no or anything like that. It's going in like, why? Why Why do you feel uncomfortable with saying affirmations to yourself, you know? Or do you feel comfortable with saying affirmations? So each section has, you know, questions and prompts which you can take and create and expand and learn and dig deeper into yourself. So journaling is an amazing practice that you can get into, you know, if you, um, you know, want to expand. Journaling is not the only option of expanding. There are many ways to expand in your life, but journaling is a beautiful tool to work with expansion or work through the past or work whatever you need to work with. So, yeah. So Like I said at the beginning, I have a couple of um, podcast episodes that I wanted to suggest to you guys to support you throughout the journaling um, chapter of this book. And you don't even have to, even if you're not going through the book, you know, these are great episodes to just listen to. So I, I said one already. I have an episode called Journaling 101. So as I just spoken about, I have the journaling 101 episode, which is such an amazing episode. And I definitely suggest that everyone listens to this episode. The second episode that I believe is definitely an important episode to support you during the journaling chapter is the shadow work episode. So when you start getting into journaling, shadow work will definitely come up. Or just like when you're going through a healing process, you know, and you're looking at different things towards your healing, you will definitely hear about shadow work. And some people may say, what is shadow work? Because I know I had that question when I had that episode. (laughs) I'm like, what the heck is shadow work? Well, guess what? Go ahead and listen to that episode to get a full understanding of what shadow work is and the tools and some tools that you can work towards your shadow work. But yeah, shadow work is very important. 
Because that past be creeping into our present and then showing up in different ways that we may not want to show up because that shadow is <laughs> hanging out there. <laughs> it's definitely hanging out there. But, you know, starting to understand how to embrace the shadow, work with the shadow, and so much more. Definitely check out the shadow um, episode. I have all the information like right here. And then I also am going to have it in the show notes. So definitely take advantage of listening to those episodes. So yeah, so that was my talk on um, the journaling, you know, week or chapter of your guide to bring you more acts of self-care. This book is available on Amazon and it's also it's it's also available on barnesandnobles.com. It's also available on walmart.com. And if there's a particular bookstore that you shop with all the time, they can also get the book in for you. It most likely it may not be on their shelves, but they can they have access to an ordering system where they can get the book for you or if you order through their website, you can most likely order it through their website as well too. So the book is very, very available, you know, if you go through any type of ordering process. So yeah, oh my goodness, you guys are so amazing. So the tea of today is called I Am The Key. This is the tea right here. Actually, I haven't even mixed it up. (laughs) This right here is the tea infuser that I showed you at the very, very beginning because this is a loose leaf tea and a loose leaf tea is where the herbs are dried and not grounded up. So this tea blend consists of two herbs. It consists of hibiscus and it's a black tea as well here, a black tea leaf. So this is actually my only caffeinated tea my only caffeinated tea that I have as of, as of so far. <laughs> um, all of my teas are decaffeinated because all of them are basically flowers or roots and so on. And last week I suggested that you listen to um, the tea episode. And within that episode, I break down the difference between caffeinated or decaffeinated teas and so on. So I will also put that episode in the show notes as well, too, if you're interested of getting really a full understanding around what tea is. So I am the tea is a caffeinated tea because it has black tea and it also has the hibiscus flower. Now, in all of the the um the herbs that I use within my tea line are all organic and the reason why I named this tea I am the key it was because of my book your guide to bringing more acts of self-care but if you look closely there is a big old key symbol right there and it's a key symbol because my subtitle says you hold the key to your life's journey that's right you hold the key to your life's journey because this book may look the same in everyone's hands, but once you start to open it and really start working through this book, it will look completely different for everyone that works through this book because this book is your key of digging in deeper into yourself and working with you. And in this society, You know, a lot of us are looking for the magic blue pill 
or looking for the key to whatever, happiness, a smaller ways, you know, the perfect relationship, the perfect this and all that type of stuff. And a lot of times we're looking on the exterior, the exterior for it. We'll see someone with, you know, I don't, you know, I feel like so much is about vanity. So I kind of reference it a lot of times. Someone with that perfect little body, that perfect little waist. And we're like, you know, what are they doing? What are they doing to get all of that? And so then, you know, we're following them and then we're like, you know, going through their programming because they they look like that. So I'm going to look like that. And you know what? What they're doing towards looking like that is, you know, working with their key to do that. And not saying that, you know, what they're doing is not going to work for you, but it's up to you to figure out what's going to work for you. So like I said, my book may offer plentiful of tools that's going to um, work towards self-care from meditation to affirmations and so on. But I said at the very, very, very beginning that be mindful to work with, you know, it's okay to not take everything that this book has, but to create your own plan around this. So to give you an example around you holding the key to your life's journey. I live in an apartment building. And when the management office gave me the key, the key looked like everyone else's key in the building. All of our keys look alike. But there's a difference. My key will not open my neighbor's door, even though they look almost identical. But my key's not going, to op- not going to open their door. And the same thing with my neighbor's key. My neighbor's key may look like my key, but it, it's not going to open my door to what's inside my apartment. I need to be mindful that I need to worry about what's inside my place. That's right. And work on opening my door and not getting frustrated when I'm trying to fit my key in to someone else's door or to trying to take someone else's key and trying to put it in my door because I may admire my neighbor and what, what my neighbor has doesn't mean I can take their key and try to open my door. Her key, no matter how hard I try, it may go in, it may slide in, but once I start to turn it, it's not going to uh, unlock. It may fit, but it's not going to unlock what's for me. So I just wanted to be sure to give that reminder that we all hold the key to our life's journey. We really, really do. And then one more side note that I wanted to give around the key messaging. So I got the key to my door. I understand I can come in and out my apartment, but I also have the option to make copies of my key. That's right. I can make a copy of my key and now hand the key off to someone else, to my friend. Here, you have access to my apartment now, okay? Sometimes when people have access to your stuff, they get a little comfortable. They really do. So... You have done, so let's say you've done, got your apartment, you did all this work inside your apartment, you decorated, you've been keeping it clean, this is your sacred space, and then your best friend comes along, or your friend is like, hey girl, I love you so much, I want to be closer to you, you know, she wants access to what you got going on, so you know, you say, you know what, I'm going to give you the key. 
I'm going to give you key to come into my place. So now your friend is getting real comfortable in your place. That's right. She getting real comfortable. So all this work, all this healing, all this work that you've been doing within yourself, now you done gave access to someone else that you done gave your key to someone else to have access to all the work you've done. So be mindful who we give access to the key of all the work that we're putting in with ourselves. This, this journey is beautiful and amazing, but it's work. It definitely is work. And I, 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 in this book, I always talk about just be mindful. So let's be mindful, you know, as we go across this journey of this life on, you know, who we give access to it as well with that key. Because we don't want to move 10 steps forward and then someone comes on in and now we're moving 15 steps back. <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for showing up to, for the Become a Unique podcast. Um, make sure you get your copy. That's right. Get your copy of your guide to bring in more acts of self-care. And yeah, if you have any notes, suggestions, comments, definitely shoot me an email. My link tree is in the show notes and my email is within my link tree. So you can email, you can shop the Becoming Unique Tees, you can get your book. Oh, and I got t-shirts too. That's right. For all of the Becoming Unique listeners, you know, the one question I ask every guest that comes on the show is what does Becoming Unique mean to you? That's right. What does becoming unique mean to you? And you know, before I end the show, let me just kind of give you more of an explanation behind my t-shirt. Um, it's a chalkboard. That's right. Because I feel like, um, you know, when I'm creating these episodes and listening to these episodes, I feel like I'm learning so much. And I'm like, I'm going to school when I'm listening to those becoming unique episodes. So I was like, I wanted to represent like a chalkboard, like school. And so I got me a chalkboard and the question, you know, what does becoming unique mean to you? And of course, I love stars. So I'm a little busty, as you can see. So because I'm busty, this is stretching and this is a size small. But if I put a large on, the large is going to be looser and stuff like that. So it depends on how you want this to fit. Or, you know, do you want to have a looser t-shirt or do you want to have it a little more clingy? Like, um, I have it and so on. But yeah, you can check that out on my website as well too. What does becoming unique mean to you? And that could be a journaling prompt for you. That's why you guys are amazing. Be sure to tune in next week as we move on to the next chapter of your guide to bring you more acts of self-care. Bye.